Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Twitter, at Up Next Podcast. You can find us live every night, uh, Wednesday night, rather, uh, after NXT airs on our YouTube, youtube.com slash up next where we are live right now hello youtube room hello youtube room and davy you know where else they can find us you can find us at patreon.com oh. forward slash up next oh boy in these trying times please don't uh let us out of our contract <laughs> can, they, can they do that uh, they can this is they a want, free show unfortunately yeah this is a free show this is always free a free show. show for the people we're essential well we are an essential service because we're essential we are yeah you know why I paid off John Pollock $61 million right, okay. to let us continue yeah. doing yeah. this podcast. As long as we get a little check before each each time we right. go live. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're good to go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Wednesday nights are for the boys, as some might say. Um, welcome to Up Next. We are your NXT friends. Friends. And, you know, NXT is a product of WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. And in these uh, crazy times, as we're recording this, uh, April, what is it now? April 15th. Wow. Yes. Um, 2020, we're in time of quarantine. We're in self-isolation um, and everything is crazy. Life sucks right now. Can we just like fast forward? Is there a fast forward button? <laughs> Honestly. Um, and as wrestling fans, um, it's weird because we want to watch wrestling because we're so bored. We have nothing else to do. But at the same time, it's like, ah, uh, should there be wrestling? And in like this world of WWE, today was uh, an interesting, or at least the last 24 hours, it was kind of interesting as we're recording this. Um, but by the time you're listening to this, even more things have probably come out. Um, but so many of your like favorite wrestlers essentially are gone from the WWE. Yeah, we should probably start there with the uh, the mass culling. Oh. Uh, now, this this happens every... It's been like every year, pretty much. There's 
releases. Over the last couple of years, they kind of made it their thing that they didn't want to do these releases, that they kind of wanted to keep hold Future of endeavors. Future endeavors, as we call yeah. them. Um, but today was probably, like, this was the red wedding of Cullings. Like, this was a huge amount of people. Obviously, with the, uh, like, the COVID-19 um, pandemic yeah. going on, uh, there, there were releases today. And a lot of people are very, very unhappy about this. And rightfully so yeah it's sad um there's a lot of news i, I mean you know we're, we we our show here we're more focused on being we we like to hang out as your friends and talk about some wrestling we're more not positive we don't get too in depth of the business sides and that kind of interesting introspective stuff there we leave that for john pollock and waiting because they're the masters of that post wrestling but um we it's it's hard to not kind of look at it like this because the other day I work in, I work at a TV station we air news and stuff they were reporting on WWE being an essential service and my coworker was like hey you watch wrestling you know all that stuff what why is that an essential How? service yeah. like that's so ridiculous and I joked to him and this was like two days ago three days ago he said why is that an essential service I'm like oh it's because like you know the Trump there's a relationship there you know Linda McMahon etc and he's like oh I didn't know that. Then the day after, I read that literally there's now like connections, allegedly, whatever, that this is a thing. And I'm like, this is crazy. And now they're an essential service. So uh, we're an essential service. Yes. Damn it. Um, That's what we are. Do you have a list there of the people that have gone from today? Yeah. So they have um, released some people now. After claiming you're an essential service, they have let go of, quote unquote, essential employees. Yes. Uh, So Kurt Angle obviously who doesn't really wrestle anymore retired quote unquote but was still part of the company he is no longer with him aiden english he's gone so he's been more of a 205 announcer and less of a wrestler yeah, the last few but times you may remember him from uh, such fine uh, acts as the vaudevillains yeah um drake maverick um aka rockstar spud um, now he's an interesting one because yes. he's been making headlines this week before this all happened because he's been announced for this interim cruiserweight tournament and he's been cutting these promos on like really heartfelt promos on his uh like twitter and instagram where he's saying like he thought his uh career as a wrestler was done yeah. and then he kind of got the bug again and he's been given this opportunity for this tournament uh, and they, they, it was a really passionate promo. Like, that guy is such a good talker. And then the news comes out today that he's released. And he pretty much recorded his yeah. initial reactions where he's he's in tears. It's very emotional. But he's saying he's being allowed to wrestle this Cruiserweight tournament. Yeah, so, so he's, apparently he can still wrestle. He's got three matches left with WWE. And he pretty much thinks his career as a wrestler is over Wow! after that. Um, this promo is amazing. But this I promo is amazing, Twitter. and yeah, Drake Maverick, it makes me want, to, want this guy to win the tournament. Like, oh, one hundred percent. I think he's going to go out there. Let's and go into so that again later prove. in the show. We're going to um, talk about this t- interim cruiserweight yeah. title because the title, like, going forward, we're just going to remain positive and watch this this show. That's what we do every week. We're going to watch the show and just watch it like we do. So we'll get into that tournament because it's it's going to be interesting yeah. to watch and. That promo this guy cut on his uh, Check Twitter. it out. It's fantastic it Amazing. Um, someone else who's been released. Heath Slater. Oh, he held on for so long. You know what's weird? He had one shirt. And you know what it said? I, I got, got kids. kids. You know what it said on the back? I need this job. Yeah. 
And he's released. Um, I foresee him having a comeback story in the years. Never say never in the world of wrestling. There's something. There's a story there. I mean, they, the there's two other guys there. from 3 mb who left and came back became world champions. Heath, so stay at home with your kids. Heath needed to be leave. safe. And, and then in a few years, when this all blows over... He'll when, be world champion. Yeah, baby. he'll be a world champion for sure. Leo Rush. So he's been one of the people quite vocal about... Um, a lot of things. A lot of things. But he's been staying at home since this whole... COVID thing has happened. Right. Uh, this wasn't a massive surprise to me, but right. such a big talent there to lose. Yeah, another one where I'm like, damn, there's some potential there, definitely. Um, another person who has let go, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. No surprise there, I don't think. Um, I mean, they kind of revitalized them a little bit with the OC. I They're thought in that the Boneyard. Boneyard match. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, these guys the have been like doing nothing since they got there. So I think that's a good move. I hope Carl can pay for that second pull he's got. Oh, I think he can do it. You think he can? Okay. I just want to see him back in New Japan the, the early days when he was doing the, the machine gun. Thing. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Back in New Japan. Let's do it. Um, Eric Young. I mean, what has he been doing? Yeah. Since sanity. He's been doing fantasy No sports. surprise there, I don't think. Uh, big fan of Eric Young. I watched him in TNA days, but yeah, he was kind of not used. Um, Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Create a Wrestler. He's been helping so many people with the creating wrestlers now and i guess that's what he'll continue to do i I just i don't think he's been on tv in a long time i imagine him both him and zach Ryder have gone uh i pair them together because they're they're a tag team i was gonna say zach Ryder next because this is crazy zach Ryder's been there for so long with kurt hawkins but zach Ryder, uh we were we go live on youtube and we're we record and we have a little bit of a set here in the bd the brain davia state and i had a zach Ryder headband that he gave me one time he was kind of cool with uh, my friend Shane and he was super always nice to him and featured him in his YouTube videos and stuff so he's he's always been a nice guy and amazing that he used social media to get over and yeah. look where social media is now in 2020 he was ahead of his time now did you hear of the thing with Tommy Dreamer no so Tommy Dreamer put out a thing not long ago saying yo Zack Ryder why are you spending $40,000 on an action figure like, you may not have a job soon, essentially. Wow. So, you're kind of going to be wanting those 40 Gs right Jeez. now. Um, I but mean, yeah, it's sad. He's, He's been there so long. Was a popular yeah. guy. Woo, woo, woo. Recently, you rewatched him win that IC championship. We for did. Greatest WrestleMania openers. Yeah, he did. That was a great WrestleMania moment. Um, John Pollock uh, and me, when I started working for The Law back in the day, I always said, I always would end conversations with WWW. Why and uh, yeah. you, you know it, and to this day, John will always reply to me with that. <laughs> so John Pollock responds to Cute. things because he doesn't want. He's just it's his way of saying K. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and other people who are let go is EC3. No surprise there. I don't think he's. Yeah. They've done nothing with him since he moved up. It's just like yeah, there's there was potential there for him to be a star. Technically wrestled in a five star match. He did. Take over, what was it? Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. Right, in the ladder match there. Uh, and he was a guy that uh, Moxley has kind of put over in, in some interviews. Uh, Mike Chioda. Mike Chioda. Yeah, Chioda. He's gone. He's been there forever. For, forever. Wow. That was a Referee. real surprise to me. Yeah. Um, I wonder, I wonder some of the, the, the wrestlers I don't see so much. The off-air talent or like your referees and producers and stuff i can see a lot of these guys actually coming back once this pandemic's over okay i think mike yoda is one of them um i think they're just doing layoffs during the time being uh you don't necessarily need that many refs and especially i can't recall if has mike yoda been refereeing since this has all started 
I can't recall off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, I don't know. But I personally <clears throat> see him coming back. I have no evidence with that, but yeah. just a feeling. Uh, another one who's let go, Sarah Logan, um, a.k.a. Sarah Rowe. Yes. Sarah Logan. Um, yeah, she's like the was doing that Viking thing. She was in the group, right, with... Uh, the Luke, Riot Squad. The Riot Squad. Yeah, uh, there's kind of... I, I thought she was good, but even kind of days before her, her WWE stint, and they didn't do much with her of NXT, and she just moved up. And uh, I'm a big fan of Raymond Rowe, and I always thought that there was something where they could pair them together and maybe mm-hmm. work, and uh, I guess that's not going to happen in WWE anytime soon. Um, another person who's let go, Rowan. Not Raymond Rowe, but Rowan. I wonder if his spider is released too. I know. Well, his spider's dead. Oh, right. Drew yeah. killed him. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Rowan, they've been so start and stop with him. He, oh, he's. They keep yeah. on trying to build him up and then they'll just have him job to someone. Uh, yeah, I. Whatever. It's, he's kind of floundered really since. What is it you always say that you, uh, you once saw The Rock wrestle live? Yeah. And it was against, it was Ro- against Eric Rowan. Yeah. <laughs> At WrestleMania. Yeah. For a three second WrestleMania Something impromptu like match, yeah. right? Yeah. You always let it like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone else who's let go uh, Primo and Epico. The Cologne. Yeah. They've held on for a long, long time. When were they last on TV? Uh, they've been here for so long. They were so many different gimmicks and like, wow. I remember. Do you remember Talking Smack? Yeah. I think it was on that. They got drafted to SmackDown. Okay. And they were saying like, hey, we're not going to be PC anymore. And then they went. And like, then I haven't seen them <laughs> since then, I don't think. Uh, okay, that's very weird. Very odd, yeah. Yeah, what were they? They were like the Mastodoras. They were dudes? the El Matadoras. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. They were awesome. A lot so of things going on there. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, the Primo and Epico, they're gone. Um, here's one that hurts my heart. Uh, Maria Canellis and uh, her husband uh, Mike Canellis, Mike Bennett. Um, yeah, uh, these guys—they feel like they were gone back and forth, and then she was pregnant, and some people were like, "Oh, well, easy check for Didn't them." They sign a five-year contract and then ask their release like very shortly after. Um, I, I, I followed Mike Bennett and a big fan of Maria as well. I think Mike Bennett can be smart enough and like do go on, and they do a lot of things outside of. They do a lot of chair work, so I really respect these two. So I, uh, I kind of hope uh, that he figures something out there. But um, yeah, they weren't doing much either. No. Um, no way, Jose. No way. Yeah, I got a feel for this guy because he's been one of the guys that they've actually been relying on since been doing these empty arena what? matches. They're making this guy fly everywhere. I, I've never really seen anything in him. I enjoyed when he was in NXT dancing to his thing at Takeover. Conga lines when they started. Wow, you can't do those anymore. No rip conga uh, lines. But yeah, I don't think a massive surprise. No way. No way. Uh, here's one that's a surprise. Not really. Rusev. Rusev Machka? Machka? Rusev Machka. Rusev Crush. Yeah. Rusev, yeah. Um, I think this could be really good for him. I believe he was one of the people that has wanted out for a long time. Yes. Uh, I've always been a big fan for Rusev. I think there's a lot of untapped potential there as well. And I think if Lana stays in WWE and Rusev goes off on his own, he could do very well on his own and not with Lana. Well, he's already calling himself Miro, it looks like. Yeah. Miro. Um, yeah, I followed this guy in NXT when he first got signed to WWE. I've watched him since the beginning, um, and he's improved so much. But he also, like, 
I don't watch much of those divas shows and whatever, mm. but any glimpses I've seen of him on those, I'm like, yo, this guy's got crazy personality. Oh yeah, he's he could, super funny yeah, guy. He could get over if he works if he Definitely. was allowed to make be himself, and I think he could be a potential. You know, everyone's obviously going to be like, oh, AEW, legit. I think if any of the people I just named, I'd pick him. Yeah, me too. Uh, to go there and do maybe New Japan. This guy probably wants to do. Yeah, this guy like, seems one, like he wants to be wrestling. Up, I think him versus Ishi. Yeah, Miro versus Tom. I think it would be really interesting and really see him like work, like work exactly. hard again. Yeah, um, I think could be pretty cool. Um, some people from NXT, Diano Perazzo, Diana Perazzo, uh, just such a wasted opportunity with her. Virtual She's style. someone I think is fantastic. Looks fantastic. Can wrestle really well. Yeah. Um, I think she's an asset to any uh, women's division she joins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I see potential there as well. Uh, I hope so- she can work something out. Um, here's one I, you may not recognize, but Alexander Jacksick. I'm seeing. Uh, he was like on the house show circuit. Okay. Um, he's kind of got this like kind of gothic kind of look going for him, but he hasn't been used or seen on TV yet. So, but he was let go. He was a, a potential prospect there. MJ Jenkins, uh, Monique Jacqueline William Jenkins. She's another one from NXT um, who hasn't really made I believe was in some of the May Young classic stuff, but that's about it. Um, there's someone from the Spanish announce team, Jerry Soto. I see uh, Ho- Oziah Williams. Was that one of the like the music dudes, the Wrestle and Flow? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Wrestle and Flow, who came out with Adam Cole and some of the themes for AEW, actually. So I yeah. think he's going to be okay. However, uh, I do like hip-hop beats. I make beats and stuff. And as soon as I saw this guy tweet out that he was like doing stuff – I was like, oh, I would love to maybe like have him interview him or something, sure. but uh, or you know maybe make music with him. But uh, on his website, it says uh, don't want to do anything wrestling related. Okay. so I'm like, all right, I'm going <laughs> to take a step back from that. But, um, uh, that's cool. Yeah, then we've got producers like Finley, yeah, uh, Lance Storm, um, yeah, just crazy. Lance Storm, who recently just closed up his school to go to WWE. Oh. That's he's one of the people I wow. I just kind of feel and hope that once this is all over, like. They're going to need producers again, right? Yeah. So I would hope these guys come back. Uh, just looking in the YouTube right, uh, room right now, yeah, um, people have said that uh, Cash's Ono has been moved to the alumni section. Oh, no reports of his release, but he's been moved to the yeah, alumni. Yeah, Mike section. Rotunda, Shane Hurricane Helm, Scott Armstrong, um, Fit Finley. Pat Buck, Sarah Stock, Sean Devari, and Billy Kidman. Wow. So, so yeah, a lot, people- a lot of producers gone. Um, and Rey Mysterio has moved to the uh, oh. alumni section. Yeah. So, yeah. For load. Yeah. Really, really crazy stuff today. Um, really shitty. Really bad look, I think, for WWE. Yeah, a little weird. Considering all the stuff you know as wrestling fans, if you know all the stuff, you know, like, the Saudi, you know, like, you're just like, come on. It's, I mean, people have, obviously, Twitter's been going mad today, and yeah. people have worked out. So, all these layoffs have apparently saved WWE $4 million. Okay. And then you look at what the likes of a Goldberg and a Brock Lesnar and... Tyson Fury. Yeah, Tyson Fury was $15 million. Bobby Lashley. Um, It's... It's disgusting, really. And especially these guys who... What bothers me is so many of these people have been wanting to be let out and have been trying to be let out. And it's been quite public with WWE refusing releases. Yep. And then as soon as WWE are in slight financial trouble... And let's be serious here. 
they're not going under. No. They're producing weekly TV. Yeah. They're making money off of Saudi Arabia, these big TV deals. They're, they might be slightly hurting, but they're in no jeopardy nope. of going out of business. And you're, you're like laying these people off during a pandemic when you know they don't have, uh, like AEW are taped for a long time. You don't know if they'll be able to, if things like keep, things keep changing. I'm surprised wrestling's been going on as long as I it know, has. I know, it's crazy. But no one's going to find a secure job right away mm-hmm. leaving this. And you're cutting all these people. Uh, I think it's it's really shitty and a really bad look. It's such WWE. a bad look. I don't understand how you didn't think people and wrestling fans would see this and be like, oh, like, oh okay, cool. Like, no, it's really, really shitty to do. Um, it's it's It seems like it's so dumb. It's wrestling. There's so many terrible, awful things going on right now in the world considering uh covid right now and it's like sure we're wrestling fans and again this is a wrestling podcast where we kind of be positive and review wrestling and that's like what we do but it's like oh man these are actual people right like i got into wrestling when i was younger because it's comic books and it's wrestling but wrestling is comic books but these are actual people these are yeah. human beings With and families like, and yeah so you're written, and a character been, written off some tv these people right? have been turning up to all of these shows turning up to traveling not be used Traveling, risking their lives, their families' lives. Yeah. For, to entertain us that. so we can critique them. And, and they've stuff, been doing that and then laid off. It's crazy. Uh, it sucks. It's yeah. really, really shitty. Mad world, I tell you. Mad world. That's, uh, I mean, now we're, we're, we're supposed to be positive. We're supposed to be happy. I but it is a sad thing. To do it on day. the day of a taping as well. Like, re- these guys turning up to NXT, like, knowing they're, they're, like some of their friends have gone and stuff, and then having to put on a show... I don't know. It's yeah. It's 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 sad, uh, especially as a wrestling fan. It's like, oh man, uh, some of these people you've you've watched, and it's and, and now you. Th- it's weird because they've been like, no one can leave. We own you, and then oh, actually, we need to get rid of you when you can't go anywhere else because you're stuck. I mean, if this isn't a wake up to- call for unionizing, yeah, where's David Starr at? Yeah, I don't know He's what is. Right. It's it's disgusting. The stuff these companies, especially the the biggest company in the world, WWE. One of, can yeah, get away with for this like thing. come on like it's wow. it's it is up to the talent as well yeah to kind of stand up for themselves i guess um, so i mean i i'm not i'm not blaming them don't get me wrong like yeah. it's it's shitty but i think if there was ever a, a time to really strongly consider unionizing this is the time surely yeah i would say so uh, again i don't i i Try, I watch it as a show and I try not to delve into these things. But when you do as a fan, you read some of the stuff and you see some of the stuff, what they're doing. And it's like, oh, man, really? Like, think of anyone, what you do as your profession or anything that you do. Like, this is – it's not – that's not good. It's just not good. And some of the pay and stuff. You don't see any of the NXT UK guys being cut at this point of recording. Well, yeah. Because like, what? They're being paid like – like nothing compared yeah. to some of these people, right? So it's like the whole thing is just showing so many cracks in in society. But this is happening in companies everywhere right now as well. Like this is just not great times. Like of course everyone is losing their jobs or, or being like you're laid off now, but we'll bring you back when this is cleared yeah. up, right? But it's like, oh, just it's try. I don't times. see these wrestlers coming back. Some of these people will not be coming back. I mean, no sure. time soon. Yeah. Um, as I said, producers and stuff maybe. Yeah another story so again like i'm grateful for this entertainment they're putting out but like at what risk guys like it's it's like i'm gonna watch it of course but it's you if you also didn't do it i wouldn't be mad at you like come on we're wrestling fans look what uh all like all the japanese wrestling companies have been coming out tanahashi saying some things like yo we shouldn't be wrestling yet look at sports and stuff wait till it wait just wait right stay inside wash your hands it's it's greed and it's it's ran 
by an owner who really legit just does not give a shit yeah. about anyone who works for him. Yeah. He, I've just finished uh, JR's book that I've okay. mentioned I've been uh, reading. And like the stuff JR says, it's like Crazy. Vince talks a lot about respect, but it's never a two-way thing. Hmm. He doesn't respect people. He doesn't yeah. respect people's time, their lives, anything. Yeah, it's too, it's 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 unfortunate, but it's it's really sad. And yet here here we are, we're wrestling fans. We're, they're, it's our, they're essential. They're mm. essential. So we got to watch it. They're we're corrupt. Essential. Yeah, so it's the very corrupt. Government and everything. What did people always say? The wrestling is is carnies. <laughs> you know, that's why they call you marks because they they would put little things on your things to mark you. Right. They'd be like, look, you're, he believes in this. <laughs> Sham we're putting out as entertainment. Yeah, uh, I'm going getting mad now. See, yeah. uh, we're supposed to be the positive show. We're your we're your friends. You just want to talk about wrestling, and you know what? I guess well, that's I what mean, we'll do. we are talking about wrestling. That's that's. I like, know that's the sad part about this you, story. If you've listened to us ever before, you know, like that's just what we're here to do. But even this is like, oh man, it's such a sour taste in your mouth. I but. feel they've really lost a lot of respect from a lot of people, a lot of fans, and are yeah. going to lose a lot of fans, which will yeah. affect them. Yeah, just Down wild. Uh, well, okay. Well, that's the show. Thanks for hanging yeah, out. Thank uh, you. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So, how, besides that, how you doing in this in these times? I'm What's pretty good. Yeah. Before we get to the NXT, What's uh, that? I'm not bad. I um, you all right? I did a, a Zoom games night last night. Wow. With some friends. Did anyone pop in your room? Uh, with just just my friends. Oh, because you know that's happening. Mm. People are popping in your Zooms. Um, yeah. So that was. How was it? What'd you play? That was fun. We played a bit of Jackbox TV. Okay. Uh, yeah, and played a Google search game, which is oh. like, what are the top five completed searches of this oh. thing? Do you ever like, did you guys Google yourselves? No, no, no. It's it's like it, <laughs> I, that's, I that's on Skype. Sorry. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it's like it will come up like five different options, and you go which one's like the most Googled. Oh, out of this. Okay, all right. So it's like you know when predictive like fill it in yeah. the most popular comes wow. up. Wow, what's some of the most searched Google things? Um, so a lot of them basically anytime poop was an option poop oh. would be the number one hmm like what does poop taste like I mean like? hey stuff like oh, that whoa, whoa, it would, oh, any, okay. anything well, about anything I was about, about to say everyone poops but whoa no <laughs> it, anything that had poop in it wow. would be the, the most searched wow um, there was like uh, Animal Crossing was top search and one yeah. of them like a lot of people trying to get switches these days oh man um yeah, yeah, sold out in Canada. We we had to give our switch back, and now we don't have a switch. Yeah, well, so, it wasn't our switch. I know, but we had to give it back. Um, yeah, uh, well, yeah. I, so that was that. That was fun. I crushed a whole pack of fake white claws. Fake white claws. Yeah, shite claws. Shite claws. <laughs> uh, they're pretty good. They're still good. Yeah. yeah. We don't. We, we're Canadians. We don't get the white claws because the borders are shutting down. Yeah. Because of this damn virus, we can't get our damn white claws. But it's okay. I can still get Jack Daniels. It's okay. Uh, I've just been uh, hanging out. I've still been going to work now. I went back into work, but um, it's like you know, scary times to to even go grocery shopping. With depending, you know, you're just scared. Um, I get nervous. I, I, my whole life, I've been in and out of hospitals for like asthma and stuff. When I was a kid, I used to have serious. But when I grew up, I kind of grew out of it. But they tell me if I get it, like, hey, you're you're gone. So I'm like, oh man, I really don't want to get this. So I'm like kind of paranoid, but. Other than that, I've been cool. Uh, I tried that Shutter horror service. Oh yeah, and uh, I went down a weird rabbit hole of like Japanese horror movies, 
and uh, I watched this one called Dark Water or something about like a little. There's always in these Japanese or East Asian horror movies. There's always a little Asian kid who's terrifying. I think I think that's in all horror films. Yeah. Full stop. There's Just always little, a terrifying child. Little, t- little kid ghost thing, and like this one's about like a water thing, and it involves like a later. This story came out in like 2000. This movie came out in 2002. It was American remake and stuff, which I haven't seen yet. But then like. Years later, in L.A., like, a hotel went through a similar, like, thing. And, like, I don't know, it was fucked up. But Google or look up Dark Water. I don't know. It was lit. Okay. But I, I, I'm asking for your horror movie recommendations because I've been on a little bit of a kick there. But now I want to watch, like, Ringu and Grudge. And yeah. I want to get all the little... Are they all on there? Some of them Some are. Some of them are. You know how in America we have, like, um, Freddy vs. Jason is a movie? Yeah. On this app, the Shutter thing, they have the Grudge... <laughs> The Grudge, uh, Ghost yeah. versus the Ring Ghost in a movie. Samara, is it? But in there, like, yeah. so it's like Uan versus Ring. Re- okay. <laughs> I'm like, what? But that mean, makes me want to go watch all Check of it. Check it out, yeah. yeah. I watched the original Night of the Living Dead the other night, too, because I was just, like, lit and watching. Because nice. what else is there? And yeah, uh, that's been what I've been doing. And then I, we've been watching old wrestling, yep. which has been so much fun. We had quite, I really enjoyed, uh, was it last Thursday? Uh, Rick Flair, Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, so we do a show on our Patreon, patreon.com slash up next, where we have so many cool podcasts and stuff. Five bucks a month gets you all our shows. Like, again, this is time. Go try us out. You'll probably love all our stuff. Because last week, we did a show, we do a show called Best Match Ever, where we watch some wrestling and we talk about the best matches ever and we compare and we rate and discuss and choose and stuff. And we decided to do the Ric Flair, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat trilogy. From like the eighties and and onward, but man, we spent a whole we spent so many spent hours, like six seven hours watching eight these hours, yeah. yeah. But the three main in the trilogy, holy shit! Like that is some crazy oh, wrestling but stuff. We did an amazing show on that on our Patreon. It was so much fun to do. So go check that out. And we did so many other things, but that's what we've been doing to keep busy. It's not quite uh, horror or wrestling, but I watched Onward, the latest pick. Oh, okay, the other day. yeah cried my eyes out like <laughs> they fucking did it again wow Pixar every every time yeah. Pixar put out something Make and I cry. said within minutes of this I'm like oh You're this kid's cry? dad isn't around anymore oh, oh fuck this, I'm gonna cry at this aren't Those I Pixar movies you right away uh, and boy they got me Wow. Um, so I watched that that was fantastic I finished watching season 2 of Final Space which is okay. terrific it's like cartoon kind of uh, like Rick and Morty, a bit more Star Wars elements, a bit right. kind of Guardians of the Galaxy feel. feel okay. Really, really good. Finished that, um, and I'm missing that. Uh, I went on a weird stand-up kick yesterday. I started yep. watching some Rod- Rodney Dangerfield's one of my old-time okay. favorites. He does a lot of one-liners. He, I just went on Again, I just... You smoke one, and you go on a... I know YouTube rabbit holes are what everyone's doing now. You just yeah. click one thing, and then you might like See this. And you. then you just end up, like, six hours later, like, where the fuck am I? Uh, but I I want to check out that Henri. I I love. Those. I recommend it. Yeah, yeah I love it's those so ones. good, so well done. I love all those movies. Um, yeah, I, that's all you can do is like watch things. I know people are like recommending movies and mm. shows and stuff like that. I want to get back into uh, uh, the Ozark, but I got to catch up. I'm a little bit behind on that. Um, I know that I spent maybe almost two hours of my quarantine the other day uh, watching a movie that we're also reviewing tomorrow on our Patreon. Oh yeah. Netflix, if you have Netflix, they put out a movie just like last week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. No, the, just this week. Oh, just a few days ago. It's WWE Netflix. You're one of the first people to watch this film, Braden. Fuck, I might be the only one. Um, 
the main event. Yes. By WWE and Netflix. And uh, it's a kid's movie. If you have kids, highly recommend this movie. If you don't, and you don't drink or smoke weed, don't watch this movie. <laughs> I mean, it's a kid's film. Like, it's a so kid's it's movie. What, uh, not, what, yeah. You don't have to drink or smoke to enjoy it. Like, it's... Come on now. It's... I found... I found... I... I wouldn't wouldn't have continued watching it if we weren't going to review it. But then I watched well, for it. For sure. I mean, listen, you were just yeah. talking about fucking The Ring and stuff. <laughs> like, and now we're watching a kid's film about wrestling. Like, obviously, it's not going to be your But favorite. then I also watched The Big Show Show. <laughs> oh, that's, that's shite. Yeah, okay. So, like... That's a bag of shit. It's not that far about. The main event, like... Let's not spoil anything. We'll right, be talking about right. it. You can listen to that. You know on what? I, I, at least I finished the movie, and I yeah. and I was like, okay, that's what I'm saying. If you have kids and and you like wrestling, and maybe they like wrestling, I highly recommend it. They would love it. But like sitting there watching, you're like, okay, this is totally. If, as an adult, you're like, this is totally not for me. Oh, like, completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're completely. like, Fuck. but I've reviewed, I've seen the Scooby Doo WWE one, and I'll watch that. I've watched that like and five it, times. It is fun to see like WWE talent how they are in these sort of. Films. Oh yeah, and Keith Lee's in it. Yeah, Mia Yim, a bu- Otis. There's a bunch of Eric. NXT is featured in this movie. Yeah, NXT is heavily featured in this movie. Uh, so many, so many. Yeah, Eric Bugenhagen. That's right. Uh, Frank Sulo in the room has goes has just gone. Look, it stars Babatunde. That's enough of an endorsement for me. Yes, Babatunde, Babatunde. is a, a main character in this who's, film. Who's the actor who plays his, his assistant? Because oh, he's it's, fucking it's sick. The, the, guy, the main guy in Party Down. Oh my um, god, he's so funny. Uh, he's the best part. Not of Ray Romano. He's uh, my like, friend just messaged me because I somehow convinced my buddy to watch it. He says, uh, oh man, I'm, Ken Marino. Ken Marino, there we um, go. Yeah, it's essentially like Mike, but it's wrestling. If you know what that means, I've the movie Like Mike, Mike, it's a little kid finds a pair of Jordans that were Jordans. Right. Jordans. Yeah. So he puts them on and all of a sudden he can play in like oh, okay. amazing yeah. Same thing. It's the same, same thing. It's the, essentially the same movie. Uh, so we'll be reviewing that tomorrow in depth, full in depth, uh, tomorrow on our Patreon as well, which is going to be a lot of fun. So I spent my time watching that. Um, but I guess before we get into NXT, we got to mention something else we, we got to watch this week because we're putting it out this weekend. Oh, yeah. For free on this very feed. For free. Um, we've been reviewing all the Star Wars movies. We've gone back through the OG trilogy. Uh, sorry, the prequels. That yep. was so much fun. Sand, you know, all that. Um, and then we did the OG. We did Empire Strikes Back. All that stuff. All the good stuff. And then we did, uh, what is it? The, the the Rise. What is it? The re- well, we, we've done the spinoffs as well. Oh, yeah. We've Forgot done, like, those. the Christmas special. Oh, and my God, no. <laughs> we're at the sequel trilogy. And we have seen The, the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Sorry, I said Rise. And this week, uh, coming out on Friday... We will be releasing our review oh. of The Last Jedi. Maybe the most controversial Star Wars movie ever. Hey, we've we've got the, the feedback thread All open, right. and uh, I'm going to request something. Okay. Like, if you're leaving feedback, I want to know why. If you think something sucks, I want to know why it sucks. It sucks. If you think something's great, I want to know why it's great. Okay. Um... Just because I've been reading a lot of that, we've got a lot of feedback. You just get big mad when someone disses the Last Jedi. No, I'm just in general. Save it for the show. It's shit. Cool. That's like why. That's not interesting to me. Really. Okay. Same. Same the other way around. I want to know why something's good. Why something's shit. So wait, why is the Big Show show shit? Because it's shit. (laughs) (laughs) I gave my reasons last week why it's shit. Because it's not good. Because it's not funny, and there's canned laughter, which is about 20 years dated now. 
my god. Well, we're going to be talking about The Last Jedi, which um, we've talked about on, on some shows. If you're a Star Wars nerd and you're, and you're like super interested right now because you you've been waiting probably for this show. But if you hate Star Wars and you're just here for the wrestling, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about it. Uh, it's the only time I've ever been to the movie theater by myself was in Tokyo at the Godzilla Theater for The Last Jedi. And it was fun. I recommend it. I want to do it again. I love going But around. now I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be talking about that this week. It'll be out on this very feed, the free one. Um, but all the other shows are on Patreon, like we said. But, wow, we've been talking. Um, I guess we should, we should get into the product that we've just been bashing. The WWE NXT. Um, I mean, that's why we're here. We'll still talk about this show. We're going to go in depth. Um, they went... They went live again tonight. Like, they were pre-taping everything, but now now we're live. We are they live. are indeed. So, what's the deal with that? Because they went live on Raw? Uh, the deal is they've got a fucking cunt <laughs> of an owner. Oh, my God. So, I mean, essentially, that's the deal. A fucking cunt of an owner who doesn't give a shit about his staff. That's uh, the deal. But yes, NXT, <laughs> April 15th, 2020. Uh, yeah. Live from Full Cell University. Yeah, okay, let's check out for a sec. Let's just talk about wrestling. Yeah. Forget everything. Let's go into some NXT. April 15th, 2020. We see Finn Balor. Well, first, sorry, before we go into that, I guess there is a recap of Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa from last week. The brawl, we discussed it last week. We went in depth what we thought. We kind of gave our thoughts. I was like, ugh, wasn't really what I really liked. I didn't like say I hated it, but I just didn't really like it. You said you hated it. The internet had spoken. They hated it. Uh, they did not like it. Um, you know what wrestling Twitter does like is uh, wrestling Twitter after dark. They definitely they definitely like that. Someone knows what I'm talking about. Um, but they do a little recap of that. And then tonight we will see words from Tomasa Champa. He's going to speak. He's going to say something by the end of tonight is what they promote. But we do start off with Finn Balor. He comes down to the ring. See, there's there's some beef, there's some storyline with him and Walter, but we're probably not going to see that. So instead, we get to see tonight <laughs> Fabian Eichner. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Just that. It's like, it reminds me of when Impact were hyping their TNA special and they're showing like Sting, Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, <laughs> one of the AJ Styles. It's showing everyone that isn't there anymore. It's essentially that. It's like, yeah, remember that Walter Finn feud? Yeah, it ain't, it ain't happening. Ain't happening. That TNA thing. That <laughs> TNA thing. You've been doing reports for post wrestling, um, and I walked in when you were watching some. And I used to watch TNA like in two thousand from two thousand two. And there was a tag team called like the Naturals or something. And they're promoting like Sting, Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, and that's like. And here's this guy who used to be in this tag team called the Naturals. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even remember that guy's name. And I was watching at the time, <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so Finn Balor's not going to face Walter, but you know what? He is facing someone uh, who I think is a good wrestler, but we're kind of shocked that they're in the U.S. Fabian Eichner. Yeah. I, and Martel Bartel. Marcel Bartel. Bartel. Marcel Bartel. Bartel Bartel. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought, well, I thought all these guys were stuck in Europe. Maybe they live the here. I guess they live here. But, like, borders are closed. I mean, I guess, yeah, you've got to get back home, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, I was borders. surprised I was surprised to see both these guys on borders. the Borders. You think WWE believes in borders? You think Vince McMahon believes in borders? Um, yeah, I guess these guys are here, and they're, they're, they're wrestling for yeah. NXT now. So Fabian Eichner comes out with Bartel to face Finn Balor. Uh, they go back and forth, really technical. I, I'm a big fan of Fabian Eichner and Bartel. I like all of the guys in Imperium. 
Um, I think they're really we we had Fabian here for a little while years before NXT UK kind of yeah he was in the first Cruiserweight yeah. classic and yeah he's pretty has great been sticking around since then he's going technical with Finn they're throwing him around he like does a, a German lift and just throws Finn like across the ring um, there's like a roll through and a drop kick he at one point catches Finn Balor on his shoulders and a fireman carry and like squats him like nothing. Uh, they go to break. When they come back, Finn is working the arm, but then walks into a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker from Eichner, who then just chops the hell out of Finn. His like chest was like lighting up. Um, there's a powerbomb attempt that's turned into the stomp from Balor. There's a sling blade. Uh, I'm already messing up Bartel's name. Bartel? Marcel Bartel. Man, why can't I do it? Bartel is on the outside and tries to get involved, but he gets the sling blade as well on the outside. There's a drop kick to the barricade, just sending him crashing. Um, and then he, this spot looks awesome. Yeah, they've done just, it a bunch now, but Bartel obviously they flying. just undo that bit of the barricade. For it sure. looks fucking awesome, though. Especially if there's no crowd there, they just go flying. Um, looks great. They go back inside. Eichner goes for his double jump moonsault, which just is a thing of beauty, but misses it. There's the John Woo drop kick, sending him crashing. The coup de gras from Finn Balor, the double stomp off the top. And then picks him up for the 1916 Brain Buster and pins him just like that. Finn Balor beating Fabian Eichner. And then looks at the camera and says, Walter, let that serve as a little preview of the next time our paths cross. Who knows when, but I'll see you when I see you. I thought this was a pretty good match. Both worked really hard here i love the as i said that john woo drop kick through the barricade looks awesome yeah just balor since since coming back to nxt he he wrestles with kind of urgency and aggression and it it suits him so much better yeah like everything looks like it hurts now yeah i agree um even his sling blade which used to be a bit more floaty is now a bit more vicious and snappy like seth rollins Sure, sling blade? sure, whatever. His sling blade's not Let's that not great. talk about Seth. I'll get angry again. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yeah, don't read his tweets. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this match as well. Um, I kind of was expecting maybe a little bit more, like going into it maybe the next year, because I think both of these guys could potentially do that, but it was fine. And it kind of ends this story. I guess that's where they're going. They're like, yo, we don't want to progress this. We don't want to. We want to just move on yeah. and, and kind of separate this from being a thing. So They can always come back to it. But, like, yeah, <clears throat> yes. I think it's important to just... If, if you've got someone the caliber of Finn Balor there, you've got to move him on. Now. And that's what he might do. Yes. That we might talk about a little bit later. We have a recap of Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez and uh, her beef with Tegan Knox because Gonzalez is going to go one-on-one with Tegan later on tonight. And then we have this, like, edited video package promo from Charlotte Flair, the new NXT Women's Champion. Uh, this was kind of awesome. Now, Charlotte Flair, say what you want, but I, I, I'm a big fan of Charlotte. She's what she's become to me now. She's, like, fantastic. She reminds me of Ric Flair. She has the presence and everything. But here is, like, edited and music and clips and stuff, which obviously adds to it. But I think this is one of the best things she's ever ha- done. I agree, yeah. Uh, I really like this. So Charlotte Flair says, A lot of women in WWE talk a big game, but no one backs it up. I'm not going to apologize for my greatness. Me becoming NXT Women's Champion solidifies my legacy. I dominate three eras. The past, the present, and the future. And it shows like all the things she's done. like her, Basically, her whole story. like Her and Natty in NXT when it was her with Ric Flair and... Bret Hart was there. It shows her uh, t- 
tapping out every other horsewoman. Like Nikki Bella to be the Divas champion, <coughs> beating all the four horsewomen, beating Trish, who's like someone from the past, like right. the top person. Ending the, the streak of Asuka yep. at Mania, like so many things. Beating up Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I like that was pretty much the only one she hasn't beaten, but yeah. she's like, I beat her the fuck up. <laughs> like um, this, this tremendous. She was the one who kicked her in the head in the car, right? Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. yeah, she says I beat her up. So fair. Um, she says that she's done it all. NXT is said to have the best women's division. So are they the best? Well, I give them credit. And that's why I'm here. I've come to run through the best. They all want to be as hot as the queen. She said she's had her eye on some of the talent here in the women's division, including the number one contender, Io Shirai. Mm. And Candice LeRae, both of them have her attention. She must have seen that TakeOver Toronto match, clearly. I think so, yeah. Um, but then, says, someone else who's had my attention is someone who reminds me a lot of myself, who's got a lot of, like, grit, essentially. Mia Yim. And basically says, Mia, the queen chooses you. I give you the opportunity to face me. I'm Charlotte Flair is the best of all time. I am the past, the present, and the future. So Charlotte not only cl- claiming why she's here, giving, literally explaining why she is here. It makes sense. Cool. Yeah, yeah cool. Uh, changes everything. I, I think we all agreed that her winning this would do this, would freshen things up a little bit. And yeah, all these different matchups, dream matchups that she's listing here kind of sound really good. And she's called out these three, including Mia Yim, which is clearly going to be the first little matchup we're going to see possibly as early as next week. This video made Charlotte a bigger star than she already is. To yeah, me. exactly. Um, WWE kind of haven't really had that big star for a while, and they've been relying on your Brocks or your your past people. Yeah, Charlotte, I can see is at that like to me is at a mega star level. I agree. I think she should not lose often, ever. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I I think this is great. I think obviously. Mia Yim's been chosen because Charlotte can beat her and you're not going to yeah. go to that Io Shirai match right, right away because there's there's more stock in that. Because Io Shirai's going to uh, But yeah, you're watching this package of all of Charlotte's accomplishments and you're like, yeah, you're you're fantastic. I watched the uh, the Austin podcast with Ric Flair okay. uh, the other day. Oh, really, really it. interesting. And <laughs> Was he lit? He was so open and honest. It was It was a really interesting chat and he talks about Charlotte obviously in it and he's saying like, yeah, she's completely stepped out of my shadow. Yeah, I agree. And she, she works differently. <clears throat> like there, there are flair things about her, but, um, I'd say she's more dominant than Rick was. Whereas Rick would be like a bit of a chicken yeah, shit like, heel no, please, and would, no, yeah. would escape wins yeah. and things. Whereas Charlotte is dominating. Uh, I really recommend it if you're if you're stuck for things to watch. That Ric Flair interview is really good. Does he All have a drink Austin on the show? Things. Yeah, he drinks a, a Broken Skull IPA. <laughs> He's still drinking. Yeah, he he starts. He's by, still drinking. He starts being set by saying, "I've learned a word. It's called moderation." Oh, yeah. he's like, "I'm still trying to get to grips with it." <gasps> Woo! You can't yeah. see, but I'm doing the flare. Uh, <laughs> we're watching some more Ric Flair after this. Sure. We watched uh, that Ricky Steamboat thing, and then the promo with Terry Funk and Ric Flair after one of those matches. Holy shit! I gotta watch that match. That's oh man, Ric Flair's the goat. Yeah. She Charlotte Flair has stepped out of Ric Flair. She is her own thing. I think she's a huge star here in the WWE. 
Um, and in this promo, it shows her evolution, and it's fantastic. I can't wait to see her just tear and it I, up I here. think you can cross. You can then bring some NXT women onto Raw for a defense. You can have Charlotte on NXT yeah. for defenses as well. I, so many fresh combinations there. I, th- I think it's tremendous stuff. Um, Charlotte Flair says the women's division here in NXT is the best. And up next, we go to Aaliyah versus Zia Lee. <laughs> oh... <laughs> um yeah uh this is kind of a, a leading we've seen them it's kind tango of before. i feel bad because we are the positive people but this this has been an ongoing joke between ourselves for a yeah, while yeah i think did we pick this for our worst match of the year last year i believe it yeah these two faced before in a horrendous match and then they and then they, they've done it again they did and an then angle they, they've, they've done multiple angles that they're gonna keep doing this match again <laughs> And we got it tonight. And here it is. The blow-off match. The rubber match, if you will. Broken noses, quote-unquote, broken noses. Um, and attacks and all leads to this. Aaliyah, Zia Lee. Zia Lee comes down to the ring. Aaliyah's already she in the ring. She doesn't even want to pose. Nope. She's normally posing nope. and dancing. She's, She's got like, a fan thing. Nah, I want to kick your ass, Aaliyah. She runs to the ring, starts beating up Aaliyah, pummeling her down. But Aaliyah fights back with a pump kick to the face. She's attacking her, but Zia Lee goes for a few roll-ups, but Aaliyah kicks out. Um, there's uh, some drop kicks that almost connect at one point. There's um, some roll-through stuff. Um, then somehow there's uh, another drop kick, and Zia Lee hits, I'm going to say the Robinson special, but kind of the twisting kick, but more so to the back of Aaliyah. And pins Aaliyah and Zaylee puts this feud, this blood rivalry, to bed. Or did she? Oh, um, look, I we we've been very harsh on these women when they've tangled before. By no means was this great, but this wasn't bad. Okay. I didn't think. Yeah, this um, doesn't scream. This, this doesn't was fine. Scream, it like... was only a, a couple of minutes long. There wasn't any glaring botches or anything. This was fine. Um, you did it, girls that patronizing this was your wrestlemania moment yeah um no this this was fine i i don't like being too cruel yeah um, me neither because and they they were they were so much better and that's good if you improve like they shit the bed last time they tangled this was fine i I, i'm poking fun i i agree with you uh this was not anywhere near that that level there was there was some things that were missed but also i i I don't know how how you would do this in the mind space of anyone wrestling right now because like it would uh, fuck with you so much especially Aaliyah. like i'm not being funny she's been there so long she's been in the same position for so long and you've heard all these other people like you've just seen diona perrazzo go oh man man. you know what i oh no dude david someone i hope kona reeves has his phone off yeah Don't answer it, dude. <laughs> Don't answer it. Wrong there, number. There must be people that have done that, though. Wrong number. See the, the call from Stanford. Yeah, JTG. <laughs> and like, nah. I'm like... You need burner phones like our accountant, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> yeah, but he uses that for other things. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know we've made it sound like our accountant is some, like, mafia guy now. <laughs> He just likes women. <laughs> I really hope he. I really hope he didn't find us and be like, "Oh, I'm helping these guys out. I should support them." And We're not name dropping. <laughs> oh, 
I mean, it's fine if he listens. It's if his wife does. That's the problem. <laughs> we're revealing. We're getting too personal on this show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Oh, but what did he tell us about? I don't know. He told us Our a lot. First of meeting, first, a half hour of meeting this guy. He, we knew way too much. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. I feel people think the same when they listen to us. They're like, oh, I only came for NXT and yeah. I know all about these guys' personal lives. Yeah, true. Well, now you know about our accountant. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to call him Jack. That's his name. Jack Money. Uh, I don't know how we got onto that, but it was because that last match was so money. So that's money. why. Yeah, that's why. Um, we now have the announcement of the Cruiserweight championship uh the, sorry the nxt cruiserweight interim. interim championship tournament round robin sure thing yeah yeah okay so jordan devlin mm-hmm. the irish ace is the nxt cruiserweight champion he is overseas so therefore they're like he can't come and compete we're gonna have an interim champion in the in nxt so which is weird, because I'm like, can't you just film over there of him having matches against people? But anyways, okay. No, because I, I guess the, the laws are going to be different. Sure, yeah, yeah, true. Uh, so he can't wrestle. Not everywhere's Florida, Braden. <laughs> <laughs> they should be, damn it. Should be. Uh, do they have White Claws still in Florida? Probably. They have all the good stuff there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Devlin can't wrestle, so he's ma- he, on his uh, like socials. He's like been in character and been like, uh, like, hey, I'm mad that this is happening. I'm like, screw you, the pandemic's going on. Realistically, he's he's a bad guy, but isn't it great when the bad guys are being right? Right? Yeah. Oh, completely. <laughs> so because he can't do this, they're not going to strip him of it, but they're going to crown an interim champion, kind of like the UFC mm. boxing and stuff. So there's some competitors that are announced. Now you we mentioned off the top, someone was. Really Released today, Drake Maverick. However, he's still in this tournament. Yes. So he has the chance to uh, win this thing, and he says if he doesn't, well, that's it. It's over. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for this guy. I, I'm just rooting for this guy to have good matches. You know, like if he's going out, he knows he's on his way out of the yeah. company. Might not have wrestling elsewhere in his sights. Sure. Like kill it with three fantastic matches. Drake Maverick, yeah, I really, I think, I think he will. I think he will. Um, we have Kushida, who's also in this tournament. Tony Nice. We have Jake Atlas. We got Isaiah Swerve Scott. Now, here's someone I don't know, or I'm not super familiar with. So, El Hero del Fantasma. Yes, also known as King Cuerno. Okay. Uh, from Lucha Underground. Uh, this guy is really good. I, I really enjoyed his He looks so stuff. cool. In fact, uh, we're going to talk about him even more because he does have a little uh, insert promo a little bit later on. But I'm not familiar with him, but have, I've seen him in this thing. Also in this tournament, Akira Tazawa. I think that's Jerry Lawler's favorite wrestler. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, what? don't get me angry again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, and Jack Gallagher, the fisherman. Yep. The <laughs> Tattoo <boy>. Jack. <laughs> As Oni Lorcan calls him. Tattoo Jack. <laughs> Did you not see Oni's tweets? No. Okay, carry on. Oh, I'll find it. Tattoo Jack. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. So actually, this tournament sounds pretty lit. Yes, yeah, and they're doing it kind of G1 style okay so, can you explain this so you've got two blocks um, group A and group B group A Kushida Drake Maverick Tony Nice, Jake Atlas group B Isaiah Swerve Scott uh, El Hijo Del Fantasma 
uh, Akira Tozawa and Tattoo Jack. And the way it works is you'll face everyone in your block. Um, I guess you, if it's G1, you'll get two points for a win, one point for a draw, okay. no points for a loss. And then the top of each block will face each other in the final to determine who the interim champion right okay so it is like the best of super juniors the best of 205 live exactly cool um so the winner of that will become champion but interim champion yes and then one day we'll face jordan devlin for the title you would think so yeah sorry i found only lorkin's tweet from april 10th okay i'm gonna bite tattoo jack's mustache off tonight on 205 live on the wwe network I mean, you could just yell anything, and and with your accent, it sounds funny. <laughs> like if you're yelling, like in that, what even is that voice? Is that Odie Logan's voice? That's not even your voice. <laughs> That's some other British voice you just did. It's my shouting without actually shouting. Okay, voice. it had like a weird twang to it, your accent, though, different than you speak. But uh, that's your Oni Lorcan. If Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch put, <laughs> yeah. talks like that, so tattoo Jack, I love it. I love that. Wow. Fuck! I want to get shit. I want. I've been itching to get a tattoo so badly. I can't because I'm stuck. In, they won't tattoo me. No one will tattoo me. Um. So, Tattoo Jack is not in tonight, but they do have a match in this cruiserweight interim thing, and it will be Swerve versus uh, Tazawa just in a little bit. We see Matt Riddle backstage. He's on the phone. It's worrying, right? He's walking he's back on and his forth. Phone. He's pacing. He does what I do when I'm on. I don't like talking on the phone. I hate talking on the phone. Even this pandemic, people think it's cool. You can just FaceTime people now. No. Before the pandemic, you would usually ask people, hey, I'm, can I FaceTime you? Yeah, cool. Can I call you? I'm going to call you. Maybe not calling, but FaceTiming, usually you don't just FaceTime people out of the blue. And just because you're in a pandemic doesn't mean you can just do it. Yeah. But Matt Riddle's on the phone and he's pacing. And he's on the phone with Pete Dunne, who is not also not in the U.S. He's stuck over. So Matt Riddle is forced to find a partner. So Matt Riddle's like, bro, who's my partner? He doesn't know whose own partner is yet. Later tonight, to face Undisputed Era for the Tag Team Championships. But also, programming note, Kyle O'Reilly, cool Kyle, he's not on TV. He won't be in the match tonight. It's Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong as Undisputed Era. Which kind of excited me because we haven't seen this combination really before. We've seen Roddy and Kyle. We've seen Bobby and Kyle. Now we get to see Roddy and Bobby. Yeah, Roddy and Bobby. Roddy and Bobby. That sounds like another TV show or yeah. something. Roddy, The Adventures of Roddy and Bobby. I'd watch it. <laughs> I would watch anything with Roderick Strong. <laughs> Just no canned laughter. No canned laughter. In and my... Keith Lee can sing the theme tune. Yeah, if you've seen the main event, you know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, good. You said he's got pipes. He's got pipes, that boy. Uh, someone in the chat room, Daniel Lloyd, um, says he hopes Kona Reeves is okay. Yeah, apparently he tweeted out a broken heart emoji, okay. but no follow-up since okay. then. So, All right. We'll, get, uh, we'll keep you updated. Thoughts for Kona right Thoughts now. for Kona. Prayers, pr- prayers for Kona. Uh, hey, what happened to those guys who got kidnapped? Are they safe? I think they're safe because like, they're missing people. These guys just saw something coming. They took their phones away. <laughs> Wait, you can't fire someone if they're missing. They blocked Mark Carano's number and have just bundled him in a truck. I'm waiting Jeez. for this whole pandemic to be over. Wow. It's crazy. Uh, we go to our first match in this interim cruiserweight tournament. Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Akira Tazawa. Byron Saxon calls Akira Tazawa the stamina monster. It's better, better name for him. It was my nickname in college. Right. 
Uh, I just laughed at myself. There's a series of back and forth between these two. They're really quick. They're really fast. Swerve hits a fast head scissors, but Akira fights back with a pump kick to the face. Um, there's another head series scissors that didn't quite uh, like click off the apron, but he still went for it. Um, and then there's like a flying senton where Akira Tozawa just goes running off the apron like to the barricade to, onto Isaiah here. Yeah, this looked nuts. This, this is crazy. So this, cool. this was already like gift and, and stuff on NXT's Twitter, but this looked crazy. Um, he then puts Swerve back in the ring and hits a flying drop kick right to the chest. There's then another head scissors spin around into a dragon sleeper. Uh, Akira Tozawa is so like technically sound here. This looks so beautiful. Uh, I love a good dragon sleeper. Um, and then they go back and forth, and it's Scott who then counters like a suplex roll up and like deadlifts into a brainbuster, almost just crazy. This is where like th- it really picks up here. There's roll through back and forth. There's a swinging kick that's missed. Deadlift German suplexes the the house call, which is kind of Swerve's finish. But Akira Tozawa kicks out at two. It, the house call is like the kick to the back of the head. I mean, even the heel kick to the back of the head just looks crazy. Um, Tozawa hits a belly to belly to the turnbuckle. And then there's a trouble in paradise from, from Swerve, uh, from Akira Tozawa, sorry, which sets up him going up to the top to hit the flying senton. And Akira Tozawa pins Isaiah Swerve Scott and gets a point in his cruiserweight interim tournament here. Really? Like, I really enjoyed this. And I, I was happy Tozawa got the win here. I think there's there's a lot of upside to Swerve, and I think he's more of the future of NXT in this cruiserweight division. But Tozawa's been like showing up to Raw uh, consistently to just lose to guys, to be insulted by that fucking idiot Jerry Lawler. Um, so yeah, I'm pleased he got the win here. Mm-hmm. I agree. I really, I really, I, I, I at first was like, oh, Swerve is probably the number one contender. I think also Kushida Devlin is a big, big, big matchup that you could set up. But Swerve also was kind of robbed with that whole storyline here, and he keeps getting better and better every time I see this guy. But at the same time, I love Akira Tozawa. Of course, yeah. I love Akira oh, Tozawa. That, that rolling senton off the apron. Insane. Was fantastic. You know um, why? He's the stamina monster. He is the stamina monster. He can keep going. And uh, yeah, and I think. Obviously, this is around Robin, so this doesn't mean Swerve is out right. of the tournament. He can he can win every other one of his matches and go through. So no, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, I thought I really this was really this. good. Um, this may have been my match of the night, actually. Uh, I, I really liked it. Um, after this match, we see. Uh, we, I don't know if I've mentioned Velveteen Dream on his couch. Yeah, he's been on his couch all night. He's waiting for a face to face with uh, NXT Champion Adam Cole. Well, it looks like he's been on his phone. Like, call Quest tonight. Talk to the Velveteen (laughs) Dream. You want to talk some shit? Uh, That's what it looked like he was doing on his purple couch. He must have gotten a new one since Roddy burned his last one. It looked new, yeah. It was a new purple couch. Where where are you getting a couch from in in these times? Trump. Yeah. (laughs) Um, After the match, Akira Tozawa, I forgot to mention, says that he's going to keep fighting, he's going to keep winning, and he will be, once again, cruiserweight champion. Um, So he's coming for you. The ace, Jordan mm. Devlin, which is another match I would be totally down to see. Yeah. Too bad, uh, like, realistically, hindsight, I wonder if Jordan Devlin kind of wishes he stayed over here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's a shame because they kind of just started this thing with him. Yeah. Um, and it looked like we were going to see him a lot more in <clears throat> NXT. Um, so we'll see what goes with that. And there is a, a promo for uh, Phantasma. 
where he's like in his mask and he's talking about his his history with his family in Lucha Libre and how he's wrestled all over uh, in Mexico. And he says he is here in NXT to become champion. Uh, I kind of like this. He looks like he's in this cool mask. Um, so what was his name in Lucha Underground? Uh, King Cuerno. King Cuerno, yeah. Uh, I mean, he looks cool here. And it's weird because that guy in New Japan is El Fantasmo. Yes. And this guy's what? Fantasmo? Fanta- the Phantasm? The Phantom? The Ghost? Um, I-, I think this guy has some potential in the WWE as well. Um, and I kind of look, he looks like Antonio Banderas, but in a mask with the hair coming down. He just looks yeah. badass. I think you'll really like this he's guy. Like he's like in a suit. Like he just really looks, good. he sounds so suave. Like everything about him is like, yeah, all right, cool. Uh, and it's, it's about time we get another kind of fresh lucha. Yeah. And you know what? Um, something about, I like about like lucha underground guys or even like Pentagon. WWE, you're a lucha guy. You're happy go lucky. Everything's smiley and colorful lights. No, why can't you be a lucha guy who's like fucking like a rugged? Yeah, yeah, like completely. gangster. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just so silly because I have watched a lot of old lucha and like that's what I miss. Especially like, like wild um, characters. Sin Cara. Did you know he once saved a guy by buying <laughs> their eye out? <laughs> like this was a proper like thug. Yeah, and then he's like just. He just wants to have fun. Yeah. In WWE. In WWE, he just doesn't want to wrestle if his fingers hurt. Yeah. Well, that was old Sinkara. <laughs> that was the other Sinkara. That was the other one. Yeah, sorry. And uh, actually, I think it was Camacho that bit the eye out. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. You say Sinkara. They were both thugs. That's what I'm telling you. Wow, crazy. Thugs. Thug life. Uh, yeah, Phantasma it will be in this tournament. Up next is Tegan Knox and Raquel Gonzalez. So, obviously, the history with Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai and then. Gonzalez joining forces, being the diesel to her Sean, and Tegan's getting some retribution here tonight. Uh, they go back and forth, and Raquel, who's just way bigger than Tegan Knox, hits a backbreaker on Knox, um, and then Tegan ducks a clothesline, but instantly gets a like lariat to the back, a northern lariat. Uh, Gonzalez is doing this trash talking, like, is that all you got, huh? Is that all you got? Uh, there's another northern lariat to the back of the head. She does this like great Khali-type choke thing, like choke bomb thing um dakota kai when the ref isn't looking gets involved and hits a flying like haluva kick to tegan knox face but again the ref didn't see it but tegan knox kicks out at two this is where shotzi blackheart runs down with her helmet that like cool like devil horn viking helmet. oh i love that helmet i want one she hits uh, Why? It looks sick. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing you in a Viking helmet. I look like a running Viking. around the house. I I am. Uh, I know this is a podcast, but I mean, maybe the people on YouTube. I have a ginger beard, and my whole life, this is strange. And I think I've mentioned you to you many times. People in my life have been like, "Yo, uh, you look like you're a pirate." I don't understand it. I don't really agree with it. But Vikings are not far off from pirates, so I could be a Viking. I'll wear one of those Viking helmets. So you're gonna just wear it going to. The supermarket. True, I guess I'm not going out anymore. I'm not saying I want a Viking, like the classic. She has a cool one. It looks cool. You'd still look dumb. Well, I got (laughs) to, you know, I'd get the helmet and then I got to get the tank. Okay. Now now you're talking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one at a time. One at a time. I can afford the the, the helmet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shotzi Blackheart with the helmet attacks Dakota Kai, attacks Gonzalez. Gonzalez tries to choke slam Shotzi for some reason, but this allows Tegan to roll her up and get the three-count distraction finish. Tegan Knox pins Raquel Gonzalez, and her and Shotzi kind of have like a, a moment after where they're like, hey, thanks for helping me out, um, And which now has set up a match next week, the tag team match. Yeah, I thought uh, the match itself, this is more of a, a setup 
for that tag team match. But I do think Gonzalez looks good in her power moves. She looked pretty stiff with those like clotheslines across the back uh, yeah. to Tegan. Um, there's quite a cool moment where uh, Tegan tried to counter with a sunset flip and Raquel just fucking face-planted her. Mm-hmm. Um, and as someone in our chat room has just reminded us that the final feud in Evolve for Shotzi was with Raquel Gonzalez. Okay. So they're used to working together. So these matches actually could be pretty good coming up yeah. uh, with these four women. Yeah, uh, this was like nothing special for me, but I think this sets up more to, to be seen with the four of them. I yeah. think could really t- tangle it up. I, I'm big, I, I think I said it last week, I'm a big fan of Shotzi Blackheart. She has instantly shined through everything she's been put into and she keeps getting better and keeps getting better and she's going to keep the character, the way she looks... The, the way her character is. Like, she comes out here with a helmet and beats and hits someone with it. You don't really see that. And no. in, 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 I, I just really like the, the character here. And now I think I, they can go forward. With I it. actually hope you keep um, these two teams together for a while. Because I want to see that women's tag title being defended across different shows. Sure. Um, so, like, uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross against... Dakota and Gonzalez or Tegan and Shotzi, I'd be completely down for down the line. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, someone in the chat, Chris, says, uh, people would stay away from you if you had a Viking helmet in the grocery store. It's true. Yeah. You want to keep sit your distance. Uh, if you're having trouble k- people keeping your distance, just walk into a grocery store with a Viking helmet. I mean, I wouldn't be seen in public with you if, <laughs> if you decide to actually start wearing a Viking helmet out and about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll settle. She comes out in a Frankenstein shirt as well, and I mean, you've seen my room. I got Frankenstein on my wall. Big fan of that stuff. How about that? I'll settle with. I'll just get the same shirt she wears, or if she comes out with a Shotzi Blackheart shirt, I'll get one. And John Cena in the room says the tag team name should be Shots and Knocks. Love it. Shotzi rocks me. That's it. Um, after this, we have a video package. Another one of these like interview styles with Keith. Lee Bask. Smooth Operator. Oh, Smooth Operator from yeah. the main event. Again, you have to know what we're talking <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, if you're a fan of Keith Lee, watch this movie. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's quite interesting. Uh, but here, he is Keith Lee, the limitless one, Bask in his glory. He says he got into wrestling because of his grandma and how she was a fan of the Von Erichs and the Freebirds, and he once saw Macho Man and was astounded. He says he quit football. He stole his own car back. He got kicked out of his house. He was homeless, but he sacrificed everything for wrestling. Yeah, he said his dad was completely against this, thought he was stupid for quitting football. Um, and yeah, he was he was homeless for a while. Yeah, living out of his car. Uh, his family was like, why are, you being, why are you going to wrestling? Wrestling's dumb. It's stupid. But he's like, no, this is what I want to do. I really want to do this. And... He, here he is now as this NXT North American champion. He says, nowhere here, no there. Uh, I've proved everything from Survivor Series to the Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm a force to be reckoned with. And he's pretty much saying, you're going to see a lot of me in WWE in a little while. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be a guy. Because it's showing clips of him with Roman and him with Brock. But they purposely clipped that when he said that. Because it's like, yeah, I probably won't be in NXT much longer. So, uh, yeah. I... With this and with the Charlotte video, I really don't know why they're not doing more of this on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, it's true. Um, because these are great. And it's what AEW... AEW has felt like uh, just fresher when we watch it every week. And they've, they're have they relying on a lot of these video packages and promos and stuff. So I would like to see them lean more into this. 
throughout the whole product, to be honest. I agree. Like this little was, features cool. on your wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, someone who I can't wait for their feature. Dexter Loomis. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's that would be, be great. That's going to be great. It would be Anthony Perkins Psycho is what it would be. Dexter Loomis uh, comes down to the ring. He uh, doesn't blink. He's very scary. He's got the Stranger Things theme song going on. Um, oh, man. Even Stranger Things has been fucking delayed because of... Oh, now I just realized Stranger Things 4 yeah, is coming out? everything you like. Sorry. Fuck. Oh. That cliffhanger they put out with... Ah, oh, never mind. <laughs> Dexter Loomis is going one-on-one with someone um, who... Uh, after... You you said you weren't familiar with this person, but Tahuti to, to Miles. Tahuti Miles. You said... We've that, seen him before. Yeah, yeah, we've seen him here. He was on Raw, I think, this mm. week. Uh, he, he's maybe someone else who shouldn't answer his phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a yellow plaid shirt hanging out of him while he wrestles to match his uh, yellow Jordans uh, and he's got like a fedora and some round glasses and some overalls I like his fit but it looks like like a Toronto man's like vibe but not to wrestle in yeah like you don't wear flannel well, especially around. the overalls I've seen people with wrestling sure, overalls cool. but the flannel like sticking hanging out kind of weird that's 90s style yeah yeah uh, you ever did you ever tie your like jacket around your waist like in the nineties? Only, only when I did. You just burp? No, no. Oh. Um, <laughs> it was the sound just smells weird. Oh. Uh, only when like I can't be bothered to carry it. Like you know when you completely misjudge the weather. Like the weather here has been weird. It snowed today and then it was like fifteen degrees two yeah. days ago. So it's when you can't quite judge the weather. You go out and then it's like, man, I'm too hot. Maybe I'll tie it around because I can't wow. be bothered to carry it. Wow. Maybe. Maybe. It's riveting. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, you asked the question. I did burp. You did. I know. I can smell it. <laughs> Dexter Loomis clearly does not like plaid because he beats up Tahuti Miles. He pummels him. He beats him down. Right before this, though, Tahuti's like, hey, man, you okay? You all up in there? You you all right? And this is when he's attacked. Um, he's beaten down. All the air has been taken out of the room, says Byron Saxon, because there's no one there. <laughs> Byron, come on, Byron. Um, he hits a spine buster on Tahuti Miles. Uh, Tahuti tries to get some offense in, but he's beaten up instantly. Then the sit-out side effect, Urinagi, and then the what they called an anaconda vice, which is kind of similar to what he's doing. Maybe they'll just call it that. Uh, looks great. The, the guy taps out. It's all over. Um, to Hootie and the Blowfish he goes Dexter Loomis beats him um, I'm sure he's got some videotapes to return I uh, I do like De- uh, Dexter's character I think he plays it very well uh, very scary looking um, and I quite like his finish the side effect right into the Anaconda device like he doesn't let go of the guy um, still would like to see him be a bit more terrifying with the rest of his moveset to just match up well no now i want to see if we're doing boneyard shit and firefly this is the guy you'd be like okay oh, let's just do oh, some yeah he's perfect for that down have the line. him like murder people yeah I don't, like not actually but like you know what i'm talking about like some weird thing well no that's what i'm saying his rest his wrestling style is too wrestling yeah i agree um and yeah that's what he needs to work on but i think the character is great and would definitely like to see him in these cinematic vignettes you could do well, we might see him a little bit later. Mm. We might. Someone we won't be seeing is Adam Cole, the NXT champion. See, Velveteen Dream called him out here tonight to face him and to lure him here to NXT Live. But Adam Cole has not shown up. In fact, he sent this video in instead. He's still in his pool. 
And he says, oh, Velveteen Dream, you didn't think I was going to show up, did you? You're twisted. Velveteen, I'm a nice guy, but let's, let's not protest our reality. I'm not focused on unimportant dreams. We protect our reality. You see, our world in NXT and WWE, no one else deserves a shot. But if they do, I decide. But that's, that's not here nor there. We got to focus on Undisputed Era. Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish will take back the titles. And once again, it's the next step to us being whole with the prophecy. And boys and girls, that, well, you know the rest, uh, is undisputed. <clears throat> so Adam Cole's not uh, Still here. not wrestling, yeah. He's in his pool. Still at home in his pool. Hanging out. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there. We'll, we'll see, I guess. But I can see, I mean... If this continues, will they eventually strip him of this? Of the title. Um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, th- this feud isn't isn't working for me at all. And especially with Cole not being there, which I'm not judging him for if this is his choice. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to wrestle. Like, power to you. I completely uh, like agree with you there. Um, but it is your main title, your main champion, who mm-hmm. isn't on TV while you are going ahead uh, with this feud I don't care about anyway. So... It's kind of weird for me. Yeah, the, the Velveteen Dream on like Twitter and Instagram the past few days has been calling Adam Cole a uh, vanilla midget, like the yeah. Kevin Nash thing. Yeah, and like I'm like, okay, you're doing what you were doing with Roddy that people didn't like, and you're doing it again. Yeah, it's like okay, well, weird. Uh, but speaking of weird, Velveteen Dream comes down to the ring or near this like entrance ramp with a microphone. He says, "Typical Adam Cole, you no show." You leave the dream all alone. And for what? To stay at home and play video games? Were you too busy? Clearly you filmed that video when the sun was out. And I don't believe the words that are coming out of your mouth. <clears throat> Adam Cole, you say you're the leader of ERA. But you're, you're not a real man. You're, you're the longest reigning NXT champion. But you may be the best NXT champion. But... You have to face me. Remember two words, dream over. So Dream is kind of upset that he's been stood up here. And uh, as he's continuing and rambling on to Adam Cole, Finn Balor's face just pops into the screen and walks on the set. Yeah, he's just like watching behind him, chilling oh, out. what did you say there? What, what, did you say, what did you say there? He walks up. He says, hey, uh, I don't know you. I don't like you. Up until this point, I haven't said a word to you, so let this be my first. When you talk about the best NXT champion, you're looking at him. So be careful about your comments. And you you will get a date with the prince. Velveteen Dream says, well, why don't you be a gentleman and pick the dream up next Wednesday night, baby. Hey. Uh, I loved uh, that line, uh, that you will get a date with the prince. Uh, that'll be the show name for next week's show. Date with we, the prince. We can't say it tonight, no. but it'll be the date with the prince next week. Yeah, so uh, interesting match, because obviously Dream is kind of your number one contender. Kind of, and but like, no, it doesn't explain why. It doesn't sure. explain why, but he's the one light, like gearing for that title match. Yeah. And Finn, I don't think, has lost. Has he? No, I don't think so. So, I mean, he didn't win that number one contenders match. So, technically, he lost that match, but he didn't. Like, but get he's pinned. been on a bit of a roll, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know what happens with that, but I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that. 
yeah, I, I like I like this angle. Like, hey, if Adam Cole's not wrestling, let's just go with a different angle, different yeah. story here. And this is kind of more fre- more exciting, in my opinion. Yes. Um, and I want Finn to go forward. We we already talked about Finn Balor leaving the Walter storyline, leaving that situation, moving on. This is what you do: put Finn Balor with Adam Cole. I think is the proper thing. Or if Adam Cole isn't going to wrestle, then perhaps. Uh, a, stripping the title and a new champion crowned or something. Do some another like. tournament. Do it sucks because he is the longest reigning champion. Yeah. Uh, I did like the fact that Finn Balor comes out and he's like, uh, are you talking about the greatest champion? Because that's me. Yeah. I'm the best. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, the only thing, Dream Dream and Adam Cole were kind of just like, yeah, all right. Until that last line from the Dream, being a gentleman, picking the Dream up. But yeah. Uh, yeah. It's funny that he says you want to date with the Prince when the Dream's character like essentially is Prince. Is prince. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm excited for that match. We see Malcolm Biven with his new tag team that we uh, we were introduced to, um, Rinku and Saraf. Who uh, they say, "Congrats to whoever wins the main event tonight in the tag titles. Those titles are going to be on your shoulders to our waists. So don't get used to it." They say, "We're going to beat whoever wins this match because we're monsters." And then they, they talk in a foreign language. Yes. Foreign heels. Boo. Boo, Boo these, these men. men. <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of the tag team titles, it's the main event time. The tag team titles are on the line. Undisputed Era come out. Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish. Again, no Kyle O'Reilly. Um, he they, they say here in this match, Tom Phillips says, Kyle O'Reilly not medically cleared. Uh, obviously, if you know some of the history of Kyle O'Reilly, I believe, is it diabetes? Diabetes, that he has of? diabetes, yeah. Yeah, so maybe that comes into play, I would imagine. He's in that at-risk category. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I guess that is why he's out of this match. But Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong are here. Roderick Strong just just will fill any any match. Like Think of all the Pretty times much, Roderick yeah. Strong has come out and done any of this. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we've said this maybe even a year ago. Underrated performer, worker, employee. Oh, he's he's one of the best they have there. Yeah, in the whole company. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. we like uh, like a Roderick Strong appreciation moment. Not just because like hey, he's still deciding to wrestle, which is you know he's got a family at home, which is terrifying. But like this guy has filled in so many times of different things and doing so many things. Uh, one of my favorites and Bobby Fish coming out, who we've seen. We don't see too much of like him kind of getting a little bit. We've seen him in a singles match, but. Um, him and Roddy, you don't see them tag as much. Not these two together, no. No, it's so it's that, very that rare. was kind of interesting. Yeah, um, but outcome, just Matt Riddle, bro, and he says that he's got a a tag team partner, and it cuts to a video of Pete Dunne. He says, "You know, I'm upset that I can't be there for you, Matt, but I found you a replacement. I have found you a tag team partner, a true stallion." And this man is Timothy Thatcher. Yes. And out comes this mean-looking man with as many teeth as one of the husbands from Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Tom Phillips says, look at this. This is the meanest son of a bitch you'll ever meet. Timothy Thatcher and Matt Riddle against Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish. So tell me a little bit about Timothy Thatcher. Uh, so Timothy Thatcher's done a lot of stuff in Europe over the last few years. He's a member of Ring Kampf, mm-hmm. uh, which the kind of WWE version is Imperium. 
so he's been aligned with uh, like Walter and Axel Dieter Jr. or Marcel Bartel um, in kind of WXW. I showed you uh, a couple of years ago the match he had with Walter from Progress, which is yeah. fantastic. This guy's just a brute, like really heavy hitting, hard strikes. Uh, he's gonna like mesh well with uh, like a match with Matt Riddle down the line will be fantastic. I thought a shame here. This is kind of the first time we've seen NXT do these kind of new big debuts or moments since it's gone yeah. dark. Yeah. Since it's gone like empty arenas. Obviously, we've seen AEW do it with the likes of Matt Hardy and Brody Lee. You can't hold off on this forever, but I feel a full sale would have helped get this guy over. Whereas watching it, I'm not super familiar with Timothy Thatcher. I've seen some of his stuff and loved what I've seen, but I can see people look at him and go, huh, this guy in kind of plain blue trunks, missing teeth. And I don't think this match was the greatest showcase for him. And I, is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Like, who is this guy kind of? Yeah. And I, like, like you just said, I have seen some of him, but you're, I don't know what you were expecting me to just go, oh, this guy's going to like, yeah, he just came out. And then my issue was it's a tag team match. And then he just sat on the apron for a long time. He was just there. Which again would work if you had that crowd. Crowd. If you've got the crowd who like full cell crowd are, are smart and they've seen these guys and they've heard about the signing. Timothy Thatch comes out, a big roar, and then you have the match start with Riddle, and we have the heat on Riddle, and the We Want Thatcher chance, tags in, gets the hot tag, it works. Mm -hmm. Here, when it's just, you're just looking at this, this kind of not very WWE looking guy in his socks and his blue trunks and his missing teeth. Chilling on the he does look menacing. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not super familiar. And like, clearly, Tom Tom Phillips and and uh, Byron Saxton, like, they tried to, to hype him up. I I love the line. He's the meanest son of a bitch you'll ever meet. Yeah. But like beyond that, like you kind of needed to maybe express a little bit why this is. I didn't significant. think we saw it. And we saw flashes of it. Like, there's a moment in the match where he just grabs Roddy by yeah. the chin and slaps him across the neck. Like there are moments where you see it, but I didn't think this was the the greatest showcase, especially like a debut. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Matt Riddle starts off with Bobby Fish, and they go grapple for grapple. Um, he keeps going back and forth. Like they just are, are basically ring uh, uh, down to the mat, wrestling down to the mat, back and forth. Finally, he tags in uh, Thatcher, um, who hits like a series of knees, hits a butterfly suplex. Um, and then they go ready, bro, and they hit uh, double gut wrench suplexes on both members of Undisputed Era. So this was quite fun. It was Thatcher doing Pete Dunne's part in yeah. a lot of their tag team moves, but he's like going, "What do I do?" Sort of, and then all right, I pick it up and then throw him to yeah. you. Yeah, and like, also, these moments were quite fun. And he's also kind of feeling the ma- Pete Dunne is always like like the serious straight face, yeah. not happy, and then this guy's like kind of scary, and he's like, "Why? Why am I? Here? Why am I doing yeah. this?" ridiculous shit i just want to beat this guy up so they're hitting all these double team moves and there's slaps and chops and briefly we just see someone's watching this match there is someone in the crowd dexter loomis who's just eerily watching with the well-lit hallway down there uh watching like michael myers in how it was more so michael myers halloween like five 
Okay, yeah, yeah I'm a, with you. Not a good one. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm. I, I kind of like this actually. I'm. I'm kidding, but um, he's just watching. Yeah, it. I like. It was subtle. It was similar to the Killer Cross sighting last week, where I mean, they did bring it up on commentary. Yeah, but he didn't do anything. He was just there chilling, watching, which is kind of creepy. So Dexter Loomis is intrigued on tag team wrestling mm. here. Maybe he's looking for a. He he doesn't have a partner though. He needs to find one. Who would you partner with? Because why is he watching the tag team match? I mean, Killer Cross, right? But uh, I know, I know, like character-wise, that yeah. would make sense. Killer Cross is doing something different. Yeah. Um, I don't know who you'd be. <laughs> yeah, <looking>. I don't <laughs> know. Because they're like, uh, why are you watching this match? Uh, there's so many. Or do another odd pairing. Who do you oh my with? god, him and Matt Riddle. <laughs> Kona, I saved your job. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna turn Kona. <laughs> it's gonna be. Like, they're gonna get Sean Spears from AEW, who's looking oh, wow. for a partner. You'll get the Dexter Loomis. Back to the match, there's Bobby Fish working away on Matt Riddle. Hits his classic Eddie Guerrero-style tope into the ring. We go to commercial. When we come back, Matt Riddle's firing up, hitting his fisherman buster. Um, He tags in Thatcher, who's hitting belly-to-belly suplexes left and right. Um, It's chaos. All four men are in. There's Enzigiris. You mentioned that there's just this giant slap to Roger Strong. fantastic. Just clapping him. You Um, see the sweat and the spit just fly off so... Not right for today, but look great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you would go back and watch Kabashi ones, it's still gl- glorious and sweat flying. Yeah. But here in the pandemic of Corona, you're like, I don't know if oh, you want to be... Keep on your body. Yeah, mate. yeah. <laughs> Moistly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at one point, the Undisputed Era hit like a zigzag kind of style combo move here um, on Thatcher. But Thatcher ain't wanting none of that shit. The, the total elimination is blocked. Thatcher drops Roderick Strong, puts him in a Fujiwara armbar, and Roderick Strong taps out Timothy Thatcher. Instantly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thatcher and Riddle are your new NXT Tag Team Champions. Yeah. um, I see this. Yeah, this match didn't quite do it for me, really. There were some nice moments. Uh, after the match, Matt Riddle's doing his dance, and Thatcher's like, no, I'm I'm not dancing. Um... (laughs) Part of me wonders is if this is maybe to set up um, Riddle versus Thatcher sure. down the line. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, Timothy Thatcher was part of Imperium. You could always have Thatcher turn, like have Riddle and Thatcher against Imperium and turn, right. putting the titles on uh, Imperium oh, for a bit, right. okay. have a little Thatcher and Riddle feud. And then when this is all over and Dunn's back, you can have Dunn and Riddle back together, retain those tag titles, and then have that feud. Perfect. You um, just booked it. That's what I think. Is five too many people for Imperium? I mean, I don't know. I assume Walter isn't traveling and is back in Europe. So yeah. maybe have Thatcher, like, down the line, assume that role. Uh, that's what I'd like to see, because I think Matt Riddle, style-wise, those two could have some cracking matches. I agree with you. I'd rather see them fight than be tag team partners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just from a little bit of what I got to see tonight, because he's doing cool moves. Yeah. He, he clearly can can go. So I kind of want to see that. You just booked it. You fantasy booked what I want to see. Um, so, yeah, I agree. This match was a lot of fun, but something was like just like, okay, like you, you kind of went through the motions. I guess this also, like, let's re- remind ourselves that this no crowd thing does take a toll on you like it, you got to kind of change your wrestling style yeah. a little bit you got to make it a little bit more like i, go, I honestly go, go. think this uh this suits the cruiserweights the most and i think it's a great time to have this kind of cruiserweight tournament exactly that's the kind of wrestling i've been enjoying i've really been enjoying watching drew gulak 
um, during this time. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the Cruiserweights 205 has had some really good matches in this weird setting. Yeah, uh, out of the whole episode here, my favorite was the, the Cruiserweight thing. I think that's the most interesting thing. Uh, I mention all the time, I enjoy pro wrestling because I've liked the in-ring style. And not having New Japan pro wrestling right now is killing me. Yeah. It's literally hurting. That's why we've been going and watching old matches because it's just we need that, that, that intensity, that different style, the ring quality. And um, we're kind of maybe not getting it so much with WWE product. But if we're seeing this like cool tournament that exactly we described as a G1, as a best of super juniors type thing, then cool. I'm for it. Like that's what I it, just go with it. Wrestling. Just do let these guys kill it. Like, yeah. Why not? Just let them do what they want to do. That's how I see it. I, I enjoyed this episode of NXT for what it was. Uh, again, we still have this weird, like, everyone's got this weird feeling. I'm getting more used to time. watching the empty arena, yeah, I would me say. Too. Me too. But then there are some moments, like, any kind of lull, it really hits you during this time. I agree with that, too. Um, but not, it wasn't a bad episode. Not, oh, we've got one more angle left to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah, there, well. is, there is one more thing I, I completely forgot. We have Tommaso Ciampa doing one of his classic setting in the camera up interviews that he used to do when he was that, that badass beaten up Gargano. Um, and Ciampa says, hey, Johnny, I'm done with this. I'm done with you. I'm done with Candice. I'm done with it. Whoever wins, wins. Well, you won. You and Candice showed the world. So congratulations, Johnny. You're the better man. And uh, someone appears again in the shot. And it's Killer Cross, as we know, who attacks Tomasa Champa, But we don't see it because the camera gets knocked over. And we hear some rufflings. We see some things in the, fo- in the background, kind of. And then Champa just falls in front of the, the frame of the camera. We see a, a platform, like, black kind of leather boot standing. And then Killer Cross kind of coming into frame but still kind of not into the frame and says TikTok. Yes. Uh, he's telling you to download the most popular app in the world. Yeah. He wants you to do the 2C slide. <laughs> That's how he debuts TikTok. TikTok. Um, yeah, so apparently uh, this they've put on WWE Shop yes. a shirt and he will now be going as Carrion Cross. Carrion Cross. Yeah. You know why? Because he's carrying a cross. Oh. Isn't, wouldn't that, what, what does it mean? Carrion means, uh, like, carrion flies would be, like, flies that feed on the dead and decay. Ah. So it's the same kind of thing. It's still death-themed. Nice. Um, but less, less. Let's kill her. Kill her! Let's kill her. Um, I think it's something that sounds weird right now. I think in a few weeks we're going to be used to carrion cross. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, and kind of sounds a better first name than killer really like killer's cool but i don't know how how main event that is i'm gonna be i'm gonna be on killers are not cool no i mean <laughs> it sounds cool but then i'm like you're thinking the cool like the cool winning wrestlemania like main event killer i don't know yeah carrion carrion i think we'll get used to it pretty soon both I'm, names I'm okay are, with both it. names are cheesy but yeah. <laughs> um but yeah uh, i'm looking forward fine. to yeah. i think cross uh, i think uh, Killer Cross is Killa. the kind of something fresh that we really needed. I would have just dropped, changed it to K I L L A. Killer. Killer. Isn't that taken? Killer Cross. Um, <laughs> That's my hip hop, new hip hop name. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think this is the kind of fresh thing that WWE or NXT needs right now. It started to feel kind of stale, especially the 
the Champa Gargano thing. I think Champa will be a great first opponent for this guy. They will have a brutal match down the line. Um, I wonder where Gargano goes from here. Maybe rest Gargano for a little bit. Okay, so well, I also didn't mention that the black boot was not of Killian. Sorry, Carrion. Carrion Cross. Carrion. It was of uh, Scarlet, which we course, still haven't yeah. seen yet. Essentially, just her boot now that we got there. But yeah, I mean, I think Champa and and Cross will go off to have a program here. It makes the most sense. It'll be it'll be quite awesome to see. Um, and I'm interested in seeing some of this guy. I've heard some of the hype. I have seen some of his wrestling, and I think uh, it could take things in the next direction. Again, I've mentioned like horror movies and stuff. When mixed with my wrestling, sometimes doesn't really work. But I don't know. Lately, it seems to be all right. So uh, go to the well again with it. Uh, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Um, so that was NXT from Wednesday, April 15th, 2020. That's what we thought. Um, every Wednesday, we post up feedback uh, on forum.postwrestling.com. You can write in, and we will read it here on the show. Uh, I'm going to go to Eva from London with a random Shayna Baszler fact. Here we go. Baszler isn't even in the show anymore. You gotta That's get why me. it's random. You gotta get. That's me. why it's random. We gotta. We gotta get someone from NXT now. We do. Yeah. We need someone. You need to pick someone from NXT. You need to. You I like get- the facts, but let's keep on brand here. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. I, you gotta. Now you have to realize who is my favorite NXT wrestler, because like this is an NXT show. Baszler's not here, hmm. but I'm gonna read this. Read it anyway. Yeah. On the indies, she wrestled Joey Ryan, defeating him via armbar with his signature lollipop stuck in her mouth. Winning the DDT Iron Heavy Metal Weight Championship in the process. There you go. That sounds great. I love DDT. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, sounds wild. As for today, to all the wrestlers... Shayna Baszler doesn't seem like the... Oh, sorry. His lollipop. Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. It's Joey Ryan. Yeah. It was Joey Ryan with the lollipops. As for today, to all the wrestlers and behind-the-scenes talent who were let go, wish you all the best. None of you deserve to be treated like this. I think the one that hit me the hardest was Finley who had been an unsung hero for women's wrestling in the company since he started as an agent. Very true. Yeah, a lot of women have uh, cited him as like, hey, he, he pushed for us, he helped us. He, he Apparently, like from stories I've heard, he was kind of given the women to produce as a bit of a rib. Okay. And he was like, oh yeah, you're going to kind of treat me like this? Well, I'm going to make these women really good. And... He's yeah, a lot of credit has to go to him. Amazing for the the improvement of the women's division in WWE. As for NXT itself, uh, Eva continues. Eichner Balor was decent, but as soon as the cruiserweight stuff started, I felt dragged out of the show. Not because of the match, but because of all the layoffs. Keep up the good work, Brady and Davey. I know watching the show must have been rough. Thank you. Eva. It, it is. I find it hard to watch on on days like today. It was similar to that that Wednesday when all the coronavirus news was coming out because. Yeah. We are. We want to try and be as up to date as possible when we're recording our show, and so we're kind of scrolling through Twitter and all that, looking at what's happening whilst the show's going on as well. So it, I definitely do find it harder to watch on these big news days. We go to Wrestling Gram. First things first. Pour one out for all the future endeavors. Yes. Today. Yes. Leave, leave the memories alone. 
Cheers. Don't change a thing. Uh, hopefully this is more temporary than permanent and they all can land on their feet. Days like today make you think wrestling's a bit silly, innit? It is. It really totally is. Totally is. I probably prefer all the wrestling be put on hold, but I'm not I'm not, not going to watch. So as long <laughs> as those involved are doing so willingly and remain safe, I guess it's fine. Fuck a COVID. This too shall pass. Uh, you shall pass. I hope so. I hope so. We go to mystery. First off, my thoughts to everyone cut today, and the same goes for whatever happens tomorrow as well. Yeah, again, we're still recording this Wednesday night. Uh, I feel like more releases are incoming. Hopefully Kyrie isn't one of them after what happened on Raw last Monday when she got squashed by Nia Jax. I feel like she's way too valuable to be cut. Uh, before I continue reading what they say, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, we... We noted in, uh, was it the WrestleMania match? How she just didn't seem into it. Um, I feel like these rumors came out of her and EO. I don't see it with EO at all. I think EO's in a great spot. I feel she's discovering new things as a performer whilst being there. Uh, Kyrie, I think possibly she'd be happier to her husband's in Japan. There'll be work for her in Japan. Uh, selfishly, I wouldn't want to see her go. But I want her to be. I want her to be happy. Just want um, to be happy. I do want to. While we're on the that kind of subject again, uh, Sean Ross Sapp um, tweeted out earlier that apparently all NXT talent are being paid for thirty days, and then get to choose whether they want to stay or go. Oh, essentially, interesting. So we could expect a lot of kind of walkouts to come. Yeah, as well. I could see that. Um, I, I could see a lot of people being like, all right, well, I'm going to go home for now. And then when this blows over, see what's going yeah. on. As a lot of people are doing in other jobs as well. Yeah. But it's just like we're all we're all wrestling fans and this is all under a microscope. Uh, continuing with the feedback here from Mystery. NXT tonight was OK, but I'm going to try to keep positive. I feel like the first match dragged on, but it was fun to see Balor. Is it me or is Charlotte overlooking EO? The fact they play, plan to have Charlotte run through the division starting with Yim before she faces EO is an interesting concept. If that happens, do you see EO winning the title? Uh, I love EO Shirai, so yes, no, but I think Charlotte should keep it for a little bit longer. But I don't know. I, I'm down for EO. I, anything EO. EO for champ, baby. Continuing, I'm glad Tegan found a new friend in Shotzi now that Candice is a coward. Timothy Thatcher, that's that's it, that's the sentence. Cross-attacking Champa legitimately scared me, but the moment the Law & Order opening started playing, I burst into laughter. Wow, that's so funny. So did I. So did I. <laughs> you laughed because as soon as it cut from that oh. promo, it went ding, ding into the <laughs> Law & Order sound on USA, and I started laughing so hard. I agree with you. Thanks for reading my feedback. Keep up. Keep your chins up. Thank you, Mystery. I uh, just want to read a correction uh, from the YouTube room. I was mistaken with that NXT comment. It's uh, NXT talent are given 30 days non-compete oh, rather okay. than the 90 days that main roster get. Got you. Okay. 30-day yeah. so, non-compete, meaning you can't show up somewhere else. Yeah. In 30 Which days. I think even that sucks. It's like, you're firing me, I'm going to work as soon as I can. Right. Yeah, that's I weird. mean, I guess you get paid for those 30 days, so you're still yeah. an employee. But yeah. Uh, and finally, we go to Hugh from Melbourne. I hope you guys are doing okay in this pandemic. I work in retail, so I'm still considered essential, but our shopping centre is a ghost town right now. Hey, up next, Perts, you're all essential to me. Uh, the best of Super Cruisers got off to a great start. I didn't think Tozawa would pick up the win over Swerve, but it was a hell of a match. I'm guessing the final is Kashida versus Phantasma, the parking lot kidnapper. Ooh, what do you think of that? You think Phantasma's the kidnapper? With hanging with Joaquin and... 
Raul. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's that gonna, it's going to turn out to be that. It really sucks for Drake Maverick, but at least WWE is letting him wrestle three more matches. The video he put on Twitter was heartbreaking. The tag title match was great and a fantastic debut for Timothy Thatcher. Maybe when Pete gets back, there'll be a trio for a bit until it breaks down and we get Riddle and Thatcher at TakeOver. One last side note. Melbourne City Wrestling's YouTube page put up a short documentary on Jonah Rock, now known as Bronson Reed. It was filmed about six months before he signed. It's well worth checking out to see his rise through the Australian scene and later around the world. Stay safe, guys, and see you later. Hey, thank, thank you very you much. Thank you very much. That sounds interesting as well. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what can we say? We've said it already. It's uh, it's weird. Um, when I was like younger watching wrestling, you'd always look at the future endeavored people. It's like, oh, they released these people, whatever. But this just feels different because it's during this time, I it's think. It's different then because you're like, you see, you, you listen to like that uh, – like Drew McIntyre's story. It's like, I got released and then right away I was like, right, where can I work? Cool. ICW, the UK scene's great. I'm going to go there. Like so many options. People will go to Japan and try to wrestle over there, go to Europe, uh, go to Ring of Honor or Impact or whatever. Like there's places where you can pretty much, as soon as your non-competes done and the non-competes usually TV, right? Like I think you can still do like indie shows. Um, and people kind of get excited because they can go out there and start working right away. That's not the case right now. Yeah. So sure I think it's so fucking shitty. Yeah. Uh, it's really, it's really sad to, uh, yeah. Um, but I'll tell you some people that aren't shitty. Okay. And they are our lovely patrons who allow us to keep this show for free. Yes. Every Wednesday night. It's true. Uh, they support us. They, uh, they follow us on patreon.com forward slash up next. And their donations help us, really help us during these times uh, to continue doing this show for free. So I would like to start off by giving a big, big thank you to a Mr. John Hedges. Hey, thank you, John Hedges. Alex Paulette. Thank you very much. I, I'm waiting for your Dijakovic, by the way. I think Dijakovic knows everyone was making fun of him, so he doesn't do those sounds anymore. No. Whoa. But what can I, I, I don't know. What else can I add in between? Uh, James Fezza. Bro. Uh, Mark Westerberg. Bro. And our Walter Barker. Is that our, our Walter? Our Walter. Yo, I'm pretty sure our Walter. Uh, this is Walter, who is a fan of the show that we became friends with in Chicago. Chicago yeah. And then again in New York, we mm-hmm. connected with. But he's bigger than than your Walter. Yeah. Our Walter's bigger than your Walter. Our Walter's bigger than your Legit, Walter. Legit. This Walter would... I don't know if he'd fuck up... You know, oh, he's too Walter. nice. He's yeah, too nice. He Walter, like, WWE Walter would kill him. Sorry, Walter. Our Walter. I think he's aware. But, yeah. He's aware. He's just bigger than him. Yeah, he's so bigger. you would give him a fight. It, yeah. wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like 10 seconds. It'd be like a good two minutes. Uh, thank you, Walter. Thank you, all our patrons uh, in that list. Yeah, uh, thank and, you so much. And I have some here. Thank you to Stefan Perry. Steph, Stephen, Stefan. Thank you to Andrew Hickey. Hoo-ah. And thank you to Sunil Khan. Yeah. Hey, no relation to Tony, all right? Maybe. Hope so. Maybe. Paul Stewart. You are. Thank you, Paul Stewart. And thank you to Tyler Hall. Whew. Thank you to all our patrons um, because um, we do create so many more shows. We've been keeping ourselves sane by watching so many movies and wrestling and all the stuff we talk about. We, again, do an AEW review as well every Thursday, which we call Up Nextra. And by the time we're recording that, more people can be have may have possibly been released and, and things like that. Stories developing. But because of all our patrons, we get to keep this show for free. We get to 
you guys are helping us so much. We're, we're locked inside and, and things are so shitty right now. So for the fact that people are actually reaching out and still helping us and, and we're providing content for, for them and for you guys. And uh, even if you just listen to this show, well, thank you very much for like listening. And uh, we hope you bright. We were, we were pretty negative this week, but we usually like just brighten people's days up and stuff. So we appreciate you listening. Well, I've just got some breaking news. Oh, Courtesy no. of a Mr. John Ceno. Okay. Uh, there was a backstage segment after the show where Timothy Thatcher politely refused his half of the NXT what? tag team titles from Riddle, and Riddle was upset, but he did it out of respect for Dunn. Okay. So maybe we're going to have this weird story with Dexter Loomis watching on with all of Riddle's partners going forward. Oh, man. He, maybe. He wants to be Riddle's partner. I think so. Wow. That could be that could lead to some entertaining stuff with Riddle there. I guess. Put them in it. Put the, shoot them like with Jeremy Borash as tag team yeah. couple. Wow, that's that'd be great. Matt Riddle and the. But I think you've dude. got to build to it. You you have Riddle with a different partner next week. Ridiculous. And Loomis just hanging there, <laughs> and then you get like, why don't you want to be my partner? <laughs> so, I don't know. You're kind of scary, bro. You're killing like, people. Yeah. Out of I don't know what you're doing, Dexter. Jeez. Um, yeah. So I guess maybe we'll see that angle maybe. next week. Um, but uh, that was NXT this week. Again, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash up next. We had a special world champion join us for a show we call Up Yours, where the Patreon world champ patrons pick something for us to watch and review, and we have them on a familiar face in the post-wrestling planet. Familiar laugh. You might be more familiar with. Laugh or giggle? Giggle, chuckle, cackle. The hyena of post-wrestling and up next. Brandon from New Jersey. Of yes. post wrestling fame um, has joined us to review a movie that is uh, close to his heart. A movie I've never fucking heard of. And now close to ours. Sure. Starring Dolph Lundgren. The movie is called I Come in Peace, aka Dark Angel. We recorded that this past weekend. It's up on our Patreon as well. It's uh, a lot of fun. A lot of people have enjoyed that show. And yeah, it's so uh, random. Listen to us and Brandon just talk about this so this film from the very early nineties. Aliens injecting heroin and st- stealing your endorphins. Yeah. and aliens. it's fantastic it's stuff. Crazy, crazy, ridiculous stuff. Uh, I mentioned our Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Ric Flair trilogy. We not only watched the trilogy, we went back and watched like this. Dave Meltzer unofficial six star match that was taped from some house show in nineteen mm. like eighty nine or some shit crazy. We watched all these Ric Flair, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat matches. That was so much fun. Like as being cooped up inside watching some good wrestling was so much fun to talk about. So I was really happy to do that show. So check that out as well. We mentioned we got the main event, the Netflix movie. There we go, night and day from there. That's coming out this Sunday. Uh, this Friday, we've got uh, our latest episode of Was Next, where we're looking at the October 10th, 2012 edition of NXT featuring oh boy. CM Punk and an NXT championship match. It's a big one this week. And then tomorrow, we'll be back with our AEW Dynamite review. And then next week, coming up, some more stuff to look forward to. Best match ever, Masawa versus Kawada. And in a brand new episode of Up Yours, we will be joined by Rob McDonald to talk all about Batman. Oh. The 1966 
movie. So if you're thinking, oh, what random shit can I watch during this quarantine? Well, we just answered that. We're the that. podcast for you, yeah. Watch all that random <laughs> shit and then uh, hear something. And about. our free Star Wars review, The Last Jedi, probably the most controversial, polarizing film in the entire series. We're going to talk about that on this very feed. Uh, up for next. free. The, for free. The Last Jedi. Weekend. Yeah. Uh, it, do you hate The Last Jedi? Do you love The Last Jedi? Is there an in-between? We'll find out this week. Uh, so look for that show. We'll leave on this feed again uh, for you. But so many shows doing this podcasting thing. We started our Patreon in October, September, something like that. Yeah, September. And it's been so much fun. And we love people uh, listening, supporting, and doing this right now. Again, like I've said, it's keeping us sane. But it's so much fun. And I've enjoyed it immensely. But we've been talking for so long. I think it's time to get out of here. Yes. I think it it's is. time to say goodbye. I don't want to leave because as soon as we finish this show, I'm going to look at my phone and John Pollock is going to be like, guys, this guy's we're, really we're cutting back. We're cutting oh, back. Oh, no. Oh, no. See, I got to get another co-host. He wouldn't do it to us. You he think I got to find another one? I'm not doing that again, man. No way. I can't. You mean too much to me. Oh. You mean too much to me. You're irreplaceable. If you go, I go. We're, we're, we're the revival. Yes. <laughs> okay? You got it from me. You can hear that from yeah, me. Yeah, we're not Lana and Rusev. We're, we're Scott and Dash, right? <laughs> yeah, they changed their names too. Yeah. Cash something. Yeah. Cash Walder or something. Love like it. That. Absolutely love, love it. it. I wouldn't leave you like right, that. Right. We're out of here, guys. <laughs> we love you. Thank uh, you for sticking around with us I, on I this might... bleak day. <laughs> We'll talk about some more stuff uh, on our Up Next Show tomorrow if there's yeah. more releases for sure. Uh, I, myself, Braden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Brady. And I am at Davey Portman. I'm going to go listen to uh, some Bocelli. Yeah. Yeah, you were, you were really emotional today, weren't you? He did that Easter mass, no audience thing. Yeah. I was like, yo, this dude's lit. And I was like, I need to... He has some classics. My dad's a big fan. He has some classics. Some about some about listening to that kind of music. Sometimes we are like, I feel like I'm Keller Cross or Dexter <laughs> Loomis. Uh, follow the Up Next Twitter account as well for all the updates and all the stuff we do at Up Next Podcast. Do us a favor. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your loved ones. Be safe. And as Killer Cross or sorry, Carrion Cross would say, TikTok. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. One one twenty three. Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.